Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Osha. Let's start episode 88 of Ask Vidas and Osha podcast. Today's question was sent by Daniel. He writes, Hi Vidas, in my church in Watertown, South Dakota, I have two organists whom I don't think ever got trained to be church organists. I can tell that very easily because their way of playing hymns sound tired and funeral-like. They have been with my church for a long time, longer than I. I got really tired of listening to them playing hymns. So what I do is sometimes I go to another church as a guest musician to play music there. And sometimes when that church has no need for me, I attend the contemporary service. In order to understand what I'm saying, you and Osha may need to have some time come to my church and listen to those organists. They also don't play background music during prayer time, which as a result, the prayer time sounds empty and meaningless. There were several people, including me, who complained about one of the organists. Have you and Osha encountered such organists in your area? What do you think, Osha? Oh, yes. What's the, p- the situation with church organists in Lithuania in general? Well, now it's maybe changing a little bit, but in, in most churches, in most, almost all churches, we don't have professional organists playing for se- church services. So you can find all kinds of variety in the church. Because, uh, of course, Lithuania Academy of Music now has graduates in, I don't know how many, 40, 50, maybe 80 graduates over decades, right? And a lot of them stay in Vilnius and work and uh, work in churches here in, in, in this area. But so actually, few, only few works in churches. So in general, in the capital, uh, the situation is much better than in, in provinces, Yes. right? But in the province, as long as we, you know, encounter it, there are sometimes like music teachers from like high schools, local high schools that play organ for church services. So you can find all kinds of funny things and hear all kinds of funny things. And we have to be fair. Uh, there are a number of people who are good organists, even when they are amateurs, uh, never sure. trained. They, they try to improve all the time. There are a number of those. But they're not in the majority, I would say. Yes. What's the funniest thing when you heard them play with? Well, there was that nun, you know, in Tituveni. Uh-huh. And it was um, Eastern time. And Catholics, you know, have these long answers of Alleluia around Eastern time. At the end of the Mass. At the end of the Mass, yes. And... <laughs> It was so funny when, you know, she tried with one, her one finger to play that answer on the organ and to sing it. And it was out of tune with wrong notes and with big pauses in the middle of it. And it was just so funny. So uh, in Latin it would be like Deo gratias, Alleluia. And uh, ite, mit, ite misa est, uh, I think, uh, yes. the, the priest says Alleluia in singing, in chanting. And the, the organist or the choir has to respond. To respond, yes. 
usually in Lithuanian, of course, like uh, go, the mass is ended, basically, it, it, it translates Alleluia, and they respond, uh, thanks be to the Lord, Alleluia. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and he was uh, completely lost. I know, and it was so hilariously funny. I think it's not nice to laugh, you know, out loud in church, but that's what I did in my mind. Um, another joke we always <laughs> like to tell is that I think somebody told us that it's a re apparently real thing that some village organists play white keys on weekdays and black keys on Sundays and festivities. <laughs> Can you imagine what th this sound like? Yes. It's a really real thing sometimes. So they, so basically, what they think is, oh, black keys are more advanced. So I basically uh, reserve them for for festivities and Sundays, and uh, regular weekdays I will play just white notes. I don't know. I think that's quite normal because if you cannot uh, make living from playing organ, you know, in your town, and you have to do other jobs as well, and maybe a few more jobs, you know, in order to keep yourself and your family. So you cannot spend much time on practicing organ and, you know, improving yourself. So that's, that's just to that. That's the result we have. But definitely there are, you know, awkward choice of repertoire while, you know, listening to the organ in church. You know, poor technique, very slow tempos. And, you know, as you know, there was a, in the question a mark about silence, you know, during prayer time. Yeah. No background music. So that's, you know, in, in our situation in Lithuania, very often priests require, you know, to have complete silence for prayer time and does not allow any music to sound mm -hmm. in that moment. So... I don't know if that's the situation, you know, in, in that case, but that's what we have in Lithuania. Uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, in Catholics, they like to contemplate and meditate in, in complete silence. silence. Yes. Uh, but, remember you played in, in Holy, Go Holy Cross Church once, where your priest uh, was willing to hear some meditative uh, chants, maybe hymns, towards the end of the uh, prayer time. Yes, I remember. Did you that. sing something or play solo music? I think I, I sang something. Uh huh. Adoration. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so guys, uh, I think situation is always different uh, in different parts of the world, and I would say that if. If we went, as Daniel says, to his church in South Dakota, uh, that would be really interesting to hear. By the way, we would definitely go to Vermilion, right? Yes, that's an excellent museum. So if you are close to that area, definitely go to visit it. If you, if you are basically in any kind of um, part of Midwest and uh, you have some time, several hours drive or go to to South Dakota, Vermilion, yes. small town in the middle of, of, of that 
of that uh, s we were in in winter time it was very snowy and, and cold but they have what they have tell us well that music instrument museum it's just you know outstanding it's one of the best in the world you can you know see variety of harpsichords organs string instruments like we have one hall where you can see for like five stradivarius violins yes violins and uh, guitars and organs and clavichords yes. and harpsichords it is it, just amazing from all ages and wind instruments as well so it's just amazing collection of, of musical instruments and actually i think we went on friday if, if i remember correctly and we have lunch recitals on friday brown back you know lunch recitals uh -huh. so you can just pick up and take your lunch and you eat know, during in a brown recitals. bag and eat during recitals and it's very fun did we eat something during the music or not or later i don't remember now maybe we ate something excellent yeah, that was a great time our professors uh, from unl from university of nebraska lincoln george ritchie and quentin faulkner drove us took us with the van i think from the university took entire organ studio i think i think we had two vans two vans two vans uh, basically field trip to the music instrument museum and uh, the importance of this museum can be described in just one sentence uh, imagine that what smithsonian museum wanted to uh, buy entire collection and transfer it to 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 washington but vermilion didn't let it right people local people wanted to have it right there and said if you want to to visit those instruments you have to come to vermilion that's a nice thing i don't think everything must be concentrated like in capitals or you know like largest cities so i hope daniel has visited many times this entire uh, fantastic museum and uh, has uh, sat in a brown bag lunch recitals and if not maybe he can do that in the future and um, hopefully the organists are more better better than in his church and can play not only white keys but also black keys on weekdays as well yes wonderful guys please send us more of your questions we love helping you grow and uh, this was vidas and also and remember, when you practice, miracles happen. <laughs>